Welcome back to the Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. It is Friday, April 16th. We have a guest in studio to chat. Uh, if you've taken a look at the April issue, hopefully you have. Hopefully, uh, it's, yes. It's like the middle of the month, so hopefully you've gotten it by now. Take a look at the <laughs> April issue of The Lutheran Witness. Great article um, later in the back uh, called Memory yes. Matters. And the author of that article, the Reverend Brian Hiller, he's a chaplain for Lutheran Senior Services here at LeCleed Groves, like a hop, skip, and a jump right down the road. <laughs> chaplain, thanks so much for joining us in studio today. Thanks you so much for having me. It is. Uh, it's nice to to get to spend some time talking about uh, scripture, and that's really what the, the the focus of your article is about the the impact of scripture and um, it, well, it's called memory matters. Now, tell us a little bit about your vocation, serving as a chaplain, and and where memory fits into that in your current vocation. Yeah. So right now, uh, as a chaplain with Clear Groves, we kind of have the the whole uh, campus. It's a huge campus. You have independent living, assisted living. Uh, kind of more like the nursing home center, like the care center areas. And we have that split up between three chaplains. So the one, the areas I'm assigned to is our assisted living and our memory care units. So especially, you know, the assisted living, what I do for each group is definitely different. So what I do in assisted living is definitely not going to be the same thing I'm doing in memory care units. Uh, when I go to the memory care unit, which is kind of the, the focus of the article, I was just blown away by, especially if, you know, if I would being there for 15, 20 minutes for a Matins Vesper service. You know, I go in there just on regular visits, doing rounds and things like that. Um, and, you know, some of these residents, they'll tell me the same story. You know, every time I see them, they won't recognize me. And it's it's a blessing to be there with them, blessing to uh, uh, to be present with them and, and sharing their memories and, and the things that they have retained, you know, usually goes back a long time. <laughs> but they won't recognize me day to day, you know, and, and uh, but as soon as I come in for these services, I come in, I pull out all the bells and whistles for them, you know, put on my all in my stool, and they immediately recognize pastor, you know. And so that's something that comes connects with them directly. After that, you know, we start, you know, I'll begin the liturgy, you know, Lord be with you and with thy spirit, you know. They they, they all say it robustly, you know. If I'd ask them. You know, questions in a group. We've done Bible studies kind of before, and that hasn't. There's a lot of silence because mm-hmm. I'll be like, "Oh, like what's happening here?" Kind of, you know, blank. You know, <laughs> uh, you know, not really too much response. But as soon as I hit that liturgy, you know, it's. I mean, you could hear, you know, all the way down the hallway how you know confidently because it's finally something they know, you know, so. We'll pray together the Lord's Prayer really loudly. The Apostles' Creed, I mean, and just bellow it out. And it's, it's that was certainly, a, you know, eye-opening to be in a setting like that and just see how, you know, important it is to commit these things to our memory, to our hearts, mm-hmm. and so on. Yeah, you learn so much about that when, you, when you're when you around uh, older people of, that have grown up in the church that right. just have, have sung these hymns in our liturgy for so long. And it's 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 part of, of their person then. Right. And, and the, you, you can't help but just, just sing and respond and know these things so well. When is, when is a good time to commit these things to memory so that when we all get to be that age, we can right. also be part of that group that, yeah. that is able to do this? Yeah, absolutely. So the, uh, 
I mean, there it's never too early. So, you know, <laughs> when, a, when a mother finds out she's pregnant, you know, just, I mean, stay in the habit of going to church, you know, sing, uh, you know, these, uh, these hymns as lullabies and you're going to bed, you know, and, uh, um, starting at that spot and just, you know, making it the, the life of the household. So really, I mean, that's what I want to focus on too, is with these, um, residents that I care for, you know, and I asked them, I was like, so, so tell me a little bit about how you grew up, you know, and, and what's that? All of these ones that are attending this service, all these ones that have these, you know, uh, robust, you know, pronunciations of the faith, you know, in the creed and the prayer and some of these hymns, all of them grew up in the church, families did devotions every night, you know, and in, especially, you know, I've got three kids myself <laughs> and it's, you know, we got, you know, toddlers that we, you know, we go to church and they're squirming around and it's like, okay, are, are they getting anything out of it? You know, and, and, but then they'll surprise, you know, you know, later on, you know, maybe out a few days later on Wednesday or Thursday, they'll be playing church, you know, mm -hmm. and they'll be reciting what they've learned, you know, and, um, we're blessed that my, uh, my son, who's a preschooler, he can attend a Lutheran school and, uh, and they do man's as chapel every day. And so sometimes, you know, we'll have, we'll do kind of order service for devotions and he'll know all the, the things just because they've done it repetition every single day. Mm -hmm. And so really, you know, just starting young, making it a habit, repeating it all the time. And yes, I know the, uh, the complaints, even I had it, you know, especially in seventh and eighth grade, <laughs> it's boring. I want something different, you know, and this is so, you know, why are we doing the same thing over and over again? And, but this is why, you know, because mm -hmm. The, the words that scripture gives us, it prepares us for a time when we may not have a, a Bible accessible. That's hard to believe because we have, you know, iPhones, Bible apps, you know, you can get at the, you know, on your fingertips, essentially. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Very accessible. But there may be a time when, you know, our memories are failing us. Um, our other health is failing us where we can't access those things. And just having those words written and engraved on our hearts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it was a recent guest, um, Ketcher Magnus, mm -hmm. our missionary to uh, Francophone Africa. He teaches hymns in, in French-speaking parts of Africa, and he shared that he would rather uh, one have 40 hymns committed to memory than have the literacy to read 400. Absolutely. Now, now the, yeah. his literacy was good. He want, you know, it doesn't discourage literacy, but to be able to commit 40 hymns to memory, to be able to carry them with them, just as you were describing here. Mm -hmm. what, what do you see as the benefits? I, obviously, you've seen your yeah. the, the people you care for being able to remember. But when we commit scripture to memory, to heart, uh, how does that benefit us? How does that serve us? Um, how does that serve our neighbor even? Yeah, absolutely. So the, uh, when we commit, you know, scripture memory, as, as we kind of discussed, it stays with us, especially when everything else is failing us, that's still with us. As far as, you know, maybe we're not in that position of life, not in that, you know, vocation, um, not in that calling, especially today. I mean, it's, we look at as Christ as a great example you know, obviously he committed scripture to memory when he was faced with trials and tribulations, when he was thrown into the wilderness, Satan was tempting him. 
how to respond to, you know, every one of those temptations with the word of God. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he didn't pull out his, you know, Torah that was right there with him. He had that engraved, you know, with, you know, in, in memory, pull you know, this giant scroll. I'm dry, yeah, he did not have his giant scrolls necessarily with him. And, but he, uh, you know, it's part of, you know, just that, that habit of having that, you know, as part of his life. And we do well to, uh, to learn from our Lord's example. I mean, not only does he command us to to commit these things to memory and in Deuteronomy chapter six, but you know it, it's such a blessing for us to uh, to engage in that and pre- be prepared to meet whatever trials, tribulations, whenever we're thrown out into the wilderness with this with this wonderful gift that God gives us in His Word, mm-hmm. and it becomes part of part of your daily rhythm, part of your part of your daily life. Then, when you have these things that are that you're filling your head with, when you have yeah. those quiet moments and those yeah. quiet times, even just in your daily routines, those are the things that come to mind to to meditate yeah. on, which is such a, a beneficial thing, especially when we've gone through a year like we've been through. Right, exactly. To have those things. What are what are some of some of the things you've learned uh, since you've become trapped? for these people in in the memory care unit what are some of those things that you've learned from from these people about um living out that faith and 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 committing scripture to memory yeah i mean just that it's it's such a vital part of our lives as christians so we commit things to memory it's not that you know our pastor or you know religion teacher, you know, is trying to torture us or try to make us <laughs> memorize a lot of stuff. And, you know, and, and I think not at all. I mean, all of these things, you know, as part of, I know this has been said a few times, but, you know, a pastor's job really is to prepare his people for a faithful death mm-hmm. in the Lord. And this is what it does. And we see this with these, um, with these memory care unit patients. So I've been, I've been blessed to be at the bedside of a few of them when they're, uh, actively dying is a term that they, they use there. And, you know, we'll go through the uh, the combination of the dying and they can, I mean, even they're whimpering to get it out, but they, they're still, it's on their lips. It's in their hearts, <clears throat> even at the point of death. And uh, what a comfort that is just to have that comfort of the resurrection of Christ, of that confession of faith that we know no matter what happens to us, no matter if our memory is, phase us, we have confidence in Christ. Mm-hmm. Check it out in the April issue of the Lutheran Witness, Memory Matters. It is... Page 22. Thank you. I was trying to see the page number from here. Um, now we know who's closer to being one of his, one of the people he serves is probably I, me. I have a paper in front of me. It's not memorized. Don't, I don't worry. I don't have it. <laughs> Well, thank you so much, Chaplain Heller, for being our guest on the Coffee Hour. Thanks for the great article and the reminder as well, uh, especially to those of us. You know, I know we're talking about older adults, but what this means for us as parents, you were talking about having mm-hmm. you know, young children, what this means for us at home right now, those those daily habits of mm-hmm. singing hymns and, and speaking God's word to one another and committing it to memory. Uh, that, that really means a lot to me as well. So thanks so much for being our guest on the Coffee Hour today and the great article in The Witness. Absolutely. Thanks so much for having me. want to remind you that Sherathon 2021 is coming up April 22nd, 23rd, and 24th. It's less than a week away. Yes. Yay! <laughs> Yay! Yay! Uh, so join us for Sherathon 2021 uh, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday next week. You've been listening to the Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. Ba ba ba
Coffee Hour with Andy and Sarah is a production of KFUO. To support the Coffee Hour and KFUO Radio, visit KFUO.org. You can also text KFUO to 41444 or send an email to gifts at KFUO.org. And you can call us at 800-844-0524. KFUO. Christ for you anytime, anywhere. Oh, 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 o